Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This morning, Eddie Maguire quits effective immediately following a brutal report into racism in his AFL club. Melbourne COVID emergency, two new cases believed to be the UK strain linked to a quarantine hotel. Fresh alerts for city venues as authorities race to control the spread. Damning crown verdict, a major blow for James Packer with his company found unfit to hold a licence for its new multi-billion dollar casino. And Pandemic Pro, the World Health Organisation team rules out a Wuhan lab leak, but do they know where COVID began? This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Collingwood President Eddie Maguire has quit effective immediately over the club's racism scandal. He choked back tears, saying he always tried to do his best, but didn't always get it right. The face of Collingwood for a generation, Eddie Maguire's reign ends in tears. I try my best, and I don't always get it right. But I don't stop trying. But today, effective immediately, I step down from the presidency of the Collingwood Football Club. Maguire had planned to see out his 23rd and final year in charge, but last week's handling of a bombshell report into systematic racism forced him out. This is why I say we are not a racist club, far from it. We have always sought to do our best, but that hasn't always been good enough. And for that, we are sorry. The Do Better report capped a controversial decade for Maguire, plagued by his Adam Goods King Kong comments. He had a high level of support to remain in charge. The Eddie Maguire that I know is equal to that task. And I can tell you, in my discussions with him, he is very, very committed to doing that work. I personally think it is wrong to vilify Eddie Maguire for a moment of time when the overall performance has been so contributory uh, to society as a whole. He's credited with building the club from debt-ridden to the biggest in Australia, taking them from wooden spooners to multiple grand finals. <laughs> Jeremy Frost, 7 News. Melbourne is facing a fresh COVID emergency with two further cases linked to a quarantine hotel. A returned traveller tested positive two days after being released from the Holiday Inn, while a second worker at the same hotel has also contracted the virus. Health officials say it's likely all three cases now linked to the Holiday Inn caught it from a family of three carrying the UK strain. Victoria's been hit pretty hard this week uh, and some of this relates to a, a single incident um, but uh, you know we will continue to maintain our focus on uh, understanding what's gone on and doing everything necessary to, to make it right. 
A number of venues in Sunbury, including a bottle shop and a massage parlour, have been added to Victoria's exposure sites. The full details are on the 7 News website. In Sydney, authorities are investigating a shocking incident of mask rage with a woman violently abusing a bus driver who had asked her to cover her face. Why? Why? The footage is disturbing. It could have gone very sideways very quickly. I have no doubt whatsoever there are incidents daily around masks. Masks are mandatory on public transport in New South Wales. Meantime, the state has recorded another day of zero local cases despite fears over a potential hotel quarantine leak. A global inquiry into the origins of COVID-19 sparked by the Morrison government has revealed how the virus likely first broke out. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. The World Health Organisation has finished its investigation. Good morning. Yes, it has, Jody, and it's found what many experts have suspected since the first cases started to appear in China more than a year ago, that the virus likely jumped from an animal to humans. But exactly which animal remains a mystery, with investigators finding no clear link to bats or any other wild animals, calling for more tests to be done on cats, rats and rabbits. The WHO team also found the virus may have been spread through frozen animal products and that it is possible... It was circulating outside of the now infamous Wuhan market for weeks before the first cases were detected, indicating the market was not the original source of the outbreak. But the scientists ruled out the possibility that it leaked from a laboratory. The state of that laboratory, and it was uh, <clears throat> very unlikely that anything could escape from such a place. This comes as the first batch of the Pfizer vaccine is expected to arrive in Australia next week, following assurances from the European Union that there won't be any delays. And jabs could start then going into people's arms within just a few days after that arrival. Jody. OK, Rob, thank you. The future of Sydney's new casino remains up in the air after Crown Resorts was deemed unsuitable to operate it. It was the key finding of an inquiry into Crown, which means the casino component of the Barangaroo skyscraper has all but been blocked from opening. At the heart of the report is a relationship between organised crime, money laundering and uh, gambling. And more importantly, what steps we can do to protect the community against some of these sinister elements. In a statement, Crown said it was considering the report's findings. Queensland is cracking down on juvenile offenders with a major overhaul of youth crime laws. New figures show just 10% of young offenders are responsible for nearly half of juvenile crimes. Under new laws, repeat youth offenders will have to wear GPS tracking devices and bail conditions will be toughened. The community expects us to do more and that is exactly what we will do. A youth crime task force will also be established. Actor Dan Wiley has been found not guilty of assaulting his estranged wife, Shannon Murphy. The 50-year-old was cleared following a three-day hearing. A magistrate was told Wiley lashed out after his ex poured yoghurt over his head and hit him with her mobile phone. Hollywood star Tony Collette gave evidence attesting to the actor's good character, describing him as respectful and kind. 
The Queen has welcomed her ninth great-grandchild after Princess Eugenie gave birth to a baby boy this morning. Eugenie and her husband Jack Brooksbank shared a photo of their son on Instagram. The new arrival is 11th in line to the throne and Buckingham Palace says the royal family is delighted by the news. Princess Eugenie and Jack Brooksbank were married in 2018. A family outing for breakfast has ended with a mother and two kids hallucinating in hospital. Their visit to a cafe was played back in court with the owner accused of lacing the brownies. 10am on a Saturday morning. The Maxwell family is off to breakfast at a busy Perth cafe. A few hours later, mum Sharon and her two young kids would end up in hospital high on cannabis. They believe they ingested through a chocolate brownie at this cafe. Tom did say, randomly, um, has this got marijuana in it? So they, they're processing it. They're fine, but they're processing it. This is the moment Sharon goes to the counter to choose a treat for her five-year-old daughter Emily and three-year-old son Tom. Her decision to order two brownies still haunts the family to this day. Sharon says it was little Emily who felt the effects of the illicit drug first, a blood-curdling scream and then a change in her eyes. They raced to hospital where Sharon too started to feel the effects. Urine and blood tests confirmed a fear they never thought possible. Doctors initially thought that Sharon, Emily and Tom had been poisoned when they presented with impaired vision and vivid hallucinations. Butterbean cafe owner Nathan Sharp allegedly told police he made brownies with special cannabis oil butter given to him by a friend. He denies the charges of selling unsuitable food to this family or any other. El Giorgio, 7 News. Sydney researchers are claiming one of the biggest breakthroughs yet in the fight against melanoma. Their studies show in some cases chemotherapy before surgery can stop the disease in its tracks. It's usually the other way around. Father of two, Ryan Channels, was diagnosed with skin cancer just two years ago. A small lump near his groin had grown into four tumours. The volunteer firefighter told he didn't have long to live. I was um, meant to be basically dead just before the Christmas just gone. Then he was offered a place in a clinical trial where patients were given a short course of immunotherapy drug treatment before surgery. Within, within a week, I'd say less than a week, the, the tumour stopped growing. Removal surgery followed and Ryan is now cancer-free. <laughs> it's, it's just indescribable. Data from six clinical trials testing the neoadjuvant approach saw 97% of patients cured of stage 3 melanoma. And you have to remember that this sort of stage 3 melanoma, usually after surgery, 60% of patients recur. Here in Australia, we have one of the highest rates of melanoma in the world. 1,300 people are expected to die from the disease this year alone. It's hoped the trial's success will ensure the treatment soon becomes widely available. We think that this will be important for other cancers too, using immunotherapy in this way. Samantha Brett, 7 News. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A New South Wales bank is now claiming to have Australia's lowest home loan rate. Greater Bank is offering a one-year fixed rate of 1.69%. Research by Rate City found the average borrower switching a $400,000 loan would save more than $5,000. But in the second year, it reverts to a variable rate, which is currently 3.66%. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is gaining, the Nasdaq is also trading higher. In London, the FTSE made small gains, Germany's DAX fell. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher, Hong Kong's Hang Seng also lifted. The All Lords fell 59 points, the ASX 200 dropped 60. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,839 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 58 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying just over 77 US cents, 80 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. Travellers to the UK face new restrictions aimed at stopping the spread of mutant COVID strains. All arrivals, including UK nationals, will now have to take two coronavirus tests while quarantining. Rule breakers face strict penalties, including a prison sentence of up to 10 years for those who lie about having been in a banned red list country. Police have fired water cannon at protesters in Myanmar as crowds of people took to the streets, defying a ban on large gatherings. Demonstrations against last week's military coup have now entered their fourth straight day. Thousands of people have gathered in cities across the country. In the capital, police fired gunshots into the air, sending protesters scattering. To breaking news now, and lawyers have just arrived at the Capitol and have begun outlining constitutional rules as Donald Trump's impeachment trial begins. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Washington, D.C. Good morning, Ash. What happens now? Good morning, Jody. Well, there are two parts to this impeachment trial. The first today will be an argument about whether it is constitutional to try a president once he's left office. Today's arguments will probably be a little dry. Come tomorrow, though, things get really interesting. Both sides will make their case as to whether Donald Trump's words incited an insurrection back on January 6th. Democrats say they have uh, devastating evidence against the president to prove that he was responsible for the action of those who stormed the Capitol. All this coming about a year after Donald Trump was last impeached. This time, though, uh, he is down in Florida at his Mar-a-Lago estate. He is no longer president and he no longer has uh, the megaphone of Twitter to chime in from the sidelines. But certainly an interesting week ahead here in Washington. Jody, Sure will be. OK, Ash, thank you. In sport, Ash Barty was at her brutal best as 12 Australians won through to the second round at the Australian Open. The world number one wasted no time against Montenegro's Dunker Kovinic. Barty kept her opponent from winning a single game as she raced to victory in only 44 minutes. She'll come up against Daria Gavrilova in the second round after the Aussie beat Sara Saribes Tormo in straight sets. An emotional Tanasi Kokonakis picked up only his second Grand Slam win since 2015, beating Korean Kwon Soon Woo in straight sets. The Cronulla Sharks concede there have been high-level talks to lure former coach Shane Flanagan back to the club. The club is committed to current coach John Morris, but the suspended Flanagan is eyeing a possible return to the club he coached to the 2016 NRL Premiership. 
Shane's name continues to get bandied around, as do others. Uh, look, we're not discarding him, but then again, John Morris is the coach as, uh, for where we stand here today. Named Nathan Cleary and Isaiah Yo as co-captains for the coming season. England have completed a famous win over India in their first test in Chennai. Chasing a world record 420 for victory, the home side were all out for only 192. 38-year-old Jimmy Anderson was England's main man, taking three for 17, showing he's ready for next summer's Ashes tour down under. He seems to get better all the time. Um, his skill level keeps improving. His work rate's as good as, as anyone's I've ever seen. And... Those fitness levels are, are right up there. The 227-run win gives England a 1-0 lead in the four-test series. MacArthur FC's impressive start to their debut A-League, A-League season continued last night. Facing a Brisbane Raw side chasing a fifth straight win, the Bulls left it to the final 15 minutes to take the lead. The 2-0 win was sealed with an audacious long-range chip. Derbyshire with the chip over the top. We see it again in the A-League. MacArthur jump up to third on the ladder with Brisbane sitting second. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low over the central northern territory and associated troughs extending over the northern tropics will generate showers, storms and areas of heavy rain. A front and trough will cause showers and storms in eastern WA. Moist onshore winds are bringing low-level cloud to the southeast coast of Victoria, New South Wales, Tasmania and Queensland. A high will direct onshore winds and showers over the eastern seaboard. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 29 degrees. A light shower or 224 in Sydney. Cloudy in Canberra, 24 as well. Sunny and humid in Melbourne. Sunny in Hobart and in Adelaide. Partly cloudy, a top of just 22 in Perth. And a shower or two and 31 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 10th of February, 2021.